0: To yet another edition of of this wonderful recorded entertainment <laughs> music, uh, no music, non music. It's only verbal. Uh, is this the show. is this
1: the Emmy category we're vying for?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: fun yeah. Emmy I'm music to... slash no music show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: trying to carve out a spot at the Emmys for us eventually.
1: Yeah. They give it out on like the carpet outside the red carpet. Like Juliana Rancic presents the entertainment music slash no music awards. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm so hungry. Welcome.
0: Right. It's, that's a category that's um, a distinguished category and it's categorized by uh, 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 long blocks of audio sound (laughs) with music And non music in the same audio block.
1: Hell yeah. So that describes our show. The the nominees for recording of the year are the Good (laughs) Friends podcast, the recording of United Flight 93. (laughs) (laughs) And the winner is.
0: (laughs) I'd give it to the recording from Flight 93.
1: 100%. Although if we won, we would say, like, we would just like to say that we believe that United Flight 93 was robbed, and to them we say. Indeed. Let's roll. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good.
1: I love it. Joanna Rancic, she needs so. this. She'll co-host with a burger, and the tension of the
0: show will be if she'll eat it. <laughs> We're on our way to an Emmy, real quick.
1: Yes, we finally are. One step closer mm. to our EGOT.
0: EGOT. EGOT game. Anyway. Right. So here we are. Here we are. You, uh, you spent... We took a we took a week off last week, kind of. We did. We took it a week off. Week half. Yeah.
1: Apologies to our fans who waited with um, bated breath,
0: but because... I was busy
1: finding myself.
0: Yeah, you were uh, not in the city. <clears throat> no, I wasn't. I wasn't with the rat and
1: vermin, Jack. Do you know where I was? <laughs> Do you know where I was?
0: Where were you? No, where were you?
1: I was breathing real air. Heard of it? okay i was breathing real air in the mountains of bend oregon Hmm. i was going on hikes yes the air was thin the weather was good and there wasn't the nonsense that distracts you city people okay right i was walking along a trail i saw a berry i didn't pick it up but the fact that i could have i was like this is exactly what
0: life's about right the option to pick a berry right were you free of the rat race
1: Yes, I was free of the rat race. There weren't even rats. Nor was there a race. I was waking up every
0: morning just breathing easier. Did you or did you not see a snake eating a rat? (laughs) Am am I on trial? (laughs) Yes. I saw your Snapchat.
1: I would prefer... um, I plead the fifth, I would not like to answer that. Actually, yes, I would. Hmm. I definitely saw a snake eating a rat, and as I was watching, I was like, is this not what's happening every day anyway?
0: (laughs) Do you feel that was some kind of metaphor, like the wildness is finally coming out in... Eating your inner rat that's been running in a race for the past couple years. Yeah, exactly.
1: I was watching that rat, and I was thinking to myself, wow, the only reason this is intense is because I see myself in it. And that snake, isn't it really just New York? (laughs) I completely found
0: myself. Right. I was thinking, like, the snake is your own inner wildness coming out and Mm. destroying Mm. the, uh, the, uh, the, you know, the mouse, the scared mouse. Yeah.
1: I like that too. You know what? As every good travel memoir is, everything becomes a metaphor for something about the traveler. So yes, I was both the mouse (laughs) and the snake in a way. I was also the grass housing the event and the rock that I myself was standing on to watch all this go down. Right. It was all me. Really. I was within myself watching myself.
0: Okay. So, so were you camping?
1: Um, absolutely not. That is disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting that you would say that. No, I wasn't camping. How dare you. Um, okay. no, we I were... I, was saying, I understand that you had to ask, but next time I want you to think before you speak, because honestly, like, <laughs> slander, like, that makes me think, like, you don't even know me. You don't even know me.
0: Yeah. hmm Okay,
1: um, my bad. We were staying at a good friend of the Good Friends podcast... Um, Claire. We were staying at her father's house in Bend, Oregon. Bend is like the Lake Tahoe of Oregon. For our California listeners, you know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) For our New York listeners, um, I don't know. It's like the... It's the
0: Finger Lakes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like the Massachusetts of New York. I have no idea what what to say. But it was so nice. We woke up every morning at like 8.30 a.m. We took yoga for like an hour and a half, came home, had breakfast, went on long hikes, came back, just like chilled. Like, yes, I found myself like I was breathing easier, like the altitude higher. Yes. Harder to breathe, but in a way like easier to breathe because the air was cleaner Um, and the food was just sort of like healthier. And like every day I'd wake up and be like, okay, so like this is a more real value system. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm waking up and just like eating and, like, being in flowers, and, like, meanwhile, everyone yeah. else is like, like, oh, oh, and, like, close the stock market, and it's, like, okay, like, or you could just, like, climb a mountain and, like, look oh. around. Right. Instead of, like, yeah. closing the stock mar- market, because you have to, like, The
0: buy- stock market, <laughs> yeah, when you're closing that you're, down. You're just closing okay. the stock
1: market, and you're like, I have to buy a house, like, but I better not, because, like, my kid's tuition is coming in the mail, and it's, like, okay.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm changed. So now, follow-up question. Are you excited to no longer have to wake up at 8.30 a.m. every day?
1: Um, yeah, you bet. Was he great? (laughs) No. I keep waking up like, um, hand me my coffee immediately. Was there a bodega nearby? No. The coffee had to be brewed. Luckily, it was always brewed because Claire got up early, but still.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I mean, that sounds good to me. I like waking up early.
1: You know, I enjoyed it, but I will say it's more difficult on the East Coast. Why is that?
0: What, waking up early?
1: I just feel like my body, like, has a way harder time adapting to, like, the East Coast
0: than it is on
1: the West Coast. Like, it's not even, like, a time difference thing, because I got used to the California time difference.
0: Did you guys, like, stay up super late every night? No, we slept really early. Still not following. That's 1,000% connected. To waking up early? Well, because, dude, don't you stay up every night until, like, 2 a.m.? Yeah, I do. But, like, 2 doesn't seem that late. 2 is fucking late, <laughs> Is it really? Yes.
1: I was. We were going to sleep at, like, 11.30, and the first couple of nights I was like, okay. And then, like, eventually was like, oh, this is, like, kind of normal, I guess. But, like,
0: Dog. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Fool, if you go to bed earlier, you will wake up earlier in the day and it will be easier to do that.
1: Hmm. What t- how many hours of sleep do you need to feel fully refreshed, you
0: personally? Uh, I need at least, like, six and a half to get, like, a not shitty feeling. Like, I, if I get six, yeah. I'll be all right. Yeah. If yeah. I get, like, five, then I'm like, oh, today's going to suck. And if I get four, I'm like, well.
1: I'm done.
0: <laughs> I'm done for the day. Yeah.
1: I feel like I need yeah. a good
0: nine if I'm going to be real with you. Some people do need more. Uh they say if you get anything over like eight then you're really just hurting yourself.
1: Oh anything over eight? Yeah. Ugh so finicky. What so over eight you're groggy and like under six like you wanna die?
0: A... Yeah, right. Over eight you're like ready to enter a new sleep cycle or some bullshit.
1: Whoa, so I need about like seven and a half to eight and a half hours of sleep.
0: Yeah, dude. This you is get crazy. Wait. download a sleeping app you'll be all right
1: yeah once i used this thing called the lark sleep reader um and it like would chart my sleeping patterns tell me how much time i need and wake me up with a cute little vibrate on my index finger i miss it a lot <laughs> i miss it a lot
0: so if, Wait, how would it vibrate your index finger cuz you'd
1: have a little thing on your index finger as you slept it would like uh, read your body and like see how much right. you actually moved and like when you were in like deep sleep like when your body was in like rem cycle um but yeah, eventually we had to, I had to give it back to the person I borrowed it from. So if Lark is listening to this, we'd be happy
0: to have them as a sponsor. Yeah, don't, don't, don't make us add you to the list.
1: Yeah, the list of disgraced corporations that have crossed paths right. with
0: the Good Friends podcast, who are, who, who are burned to the ground.
1: Yeah, honestly. Speaking of burned to the ground, I've been watching Jonestown documentaries all morning and I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed.
0: So what's the fascination with Jonestown all of a sudden?
1: Um, I don't know. This happens every single time I'm home in California. Um, I literally have a moment with like something in the '60s or something in the '70s. I was like watching all these Vietnam documentaries last time I was here, and now I'm like moving <laughs> along the '70s timeline right into Jonestown. I'm upset. They were all crazy. Right. Jim Jones is a freak. Everyone killed themselves.
0: Yeah, no, in like Guyana, right? Yeah or whatever that country in, in is. In Jonestown. I keep wanting
1: to say Ghana, but it's not. It's like, um, Guyana. like common? Yeah, Guyana. I don't even know how to pronounce it because I was too yeah. busy screaming. Everyone is cra- <laughs> I don't, It was so crazy. Things escalated so fast in Jonestown.
0: Yeah, you know, it's crazy how every single time that there's some crazy cult. They're always taking place in California. I
1: know. It's really weird. Like, right? Jim Jones so was, like, cults? was like the head of, like, housing for the city. He was, like, on the city council, like, the board of the city council. Like, can California have a minute? It's so weird. What is up with that?
0: So what's the deal? He, like, just had some crazy hypothesis about the world ending and then explain it okay so here's the thing that i thought was confusing
1: i always thought that like that mass suicide thing had to do with like that cult that was obsessed with the comet that was coming
0: um oh no dude that was a totally different it's a totally different one also they all killed themselves as well yes also drinking kool-aid not Kool Aid, but they killed themselves. Mm,
1: yeah, I've completely apparently, put these things like incorrectly together in my head.
0: Apparently, suicide is a common theme, and uh, if if you're if you're in a uh, an organization that advocates mass suicide amongst its members, then leave that society. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right? I mean maybe, but like also at the same time, like everything's really chill until the suicide. So I think it's like kind <laughs> of like it's kind of hard, you know what I mean? Like, if I was in the cult, I'd be like, yes, there is this, like, slight anxiety in the air that, like, we are all walking a path towards our own collective suicide, but, like, every day spent getting there is, like, super chill. Like, we're all having so much fun. They're cooking, like, beans and rice. Like, everyone's wearing cute little rags, looking like they just went to, like, the Yeezy season three opening. Like, I was just feeling the whole vibe. So, like when the suicide happened it really escalated and I was like okay not chill anymore to be honest but um it was like really fun so here's the deal with Jim Jones he was like a pastor who really advocated a lot of like the beliefs of like the counterculture like he was really he was he was like incredibly um what is it like um intersectional and how he like brought in black people like very willingly like into his community and in fact like he modeled a lot of his like worships after like black churches and like his style of preaching was modeled oh, after really? like black preachers. Yeah, and it was like a predominantly that's like one of the things that this these documentaries I was watching didn't really touch on enough, but I thought was like the most interesting. It's like these were almost they weren't entirely um black like churchgoers, but there was a majority of them who were and his entire like style was like borrowed from Southern black gospel. So I don't know, there was something really interesting about how he used that kind of forcefulness to like mix in with what was happening on the west coast in like the early 70s um so all these like people were meeting at the people's church like homeboy was getting a lot of like attention he was like in the paper like the president and the first lady visited and had like a private like sermon with him and he was like on the city council like jim jones was like up in it like he was it was not a fringe thing the people's church was like that's the other thing about like the cult scene like the 70s like they're on the fringe but like they're very much at the center of the culture like that is what blows my mind these are not people who are like necessarily alienated from the culture in like an obvious way they're people who are choosing to remove themselves but they're removing themselves into something that is very like era appropriate like it just fit in like i don't know people knew what this church was it was very popular but then um I think it's like Rolling Stone or someone or like the Chronicle honestly does this story on Jim Jones where they're like this dude is crazy he's like low-key like needs to be investigated he's maybe hooking up with people and like spanking them um What? Yeah, he was, like, doing, like, really weird things. At one point, like, this guy was talking to him, and he, like, interrupts him, and he's, like, if you want me to fuck you in the ass, I will. (laughs) And he's, like, um, he's, like, I literally didn't say anything. He's, like, okay, but if you want me to, I will. (laughs) I was, like, okay. This is, like, absolutely, like, so weird. So he was definitely gay. Um, But then, like, this story comes out, and it's basically being, like, Jim Jones is, like, needs to be investigated, and um, the reporter calls, Jim Jones asked the reporter to call him and like read him the story the night before it's published, which P.S. is like the ultimate journalism no-no. I was told that like my first media training seminar in college when I was taking journalism courses and I was told it again and again every single year since. So it's crazy that a journalist would ever read somebody they interviewed, like the whole story. It's crazy. And as he was reading whoa,
0: whoa, it. Whoa whoa, 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 whoa. Say that over again. What's the thing that you can't do as a journalist? You
1: can, like a journalist is not required or obligated to read a source to send the source anything related to the story. Oh, right. they can choose to, but most publications would tell the reporter not to do it. So even if it's even if it's not right. like a law, um, even if it's not like a law in America, it is certainly um, often like a rule within like a public publication. You know what I mean? So it's really weird that this person would even like. You know, run this by Jim Jones, and the reason it's a problem is because like the night that he gets this phone call, he he has like three other people in his church on the line listening in as this reporter is like reading him the story, and he's sort of doing it in this like act of hubris to like show these, these to show his people that are listening in like how he can sort of sway anybody, including this journalist who's writing a bad story about him. But then he's like unable to sway the journalist, and it becomes really clear that this reporter is gonna like print the story as is and like reading it to Jim Jones is sort of just like an act of kindness not like an act of like negotiation and so during that phone call he basically like mouths to the people listening like we need to leave tonight and that night they go to like gunnies or wherever it is I forget like how to pronounce it <clears throat> so they go there they get there and honestly like the people's church like the plot of land that they bought is like so beautiful like they're like building crops and it's like a total like I don't even know like the, the cohabitation is, like, beautiful. Like, people are just living together, and it's great, but it gets dark, like, every single time Jim Jones, like, returns, because he would keep going back and forth, but, like, the people would stay on the ground. Um, and then one day, like, some, like, congressmen along with NBC News reporters, like, go to visit Jonestown to, like, record what's going on, to, like, see what's happening, and they get there, and Jim Jones is very, like, you know, he's unsure if he wants them there, but it's very, like, we're gonna put our best foot forward for this dude, and, like, the first night on the 17th um, of November, 1976, I think it is, The they arrive, and, like, NBC and the congressman are, like, taken by, like, how beautiful it is, and everyone's singing, and, like, the dinner is, like, so lively, and it's just, like, a great energy. And then as they're leaving, and, like, the congressman gives a speech, and he's like, I have never seen anything this beautiful. Like, this is amazing. I came here expecting to find something that would be troublesome, but instead I'm leaving thinking that everyone here has found the best version of their lives and everyone's like cheering and it's like real authentic emotion. But then as he's walking out, someone slips him a note. That's like, I want to leave because they oh, weren't fuck. allowed to say anything. So the next day on the 18th, dun, 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 that's the day all this shit goes down. PS. Um, oh, he like, they read the note and they like go up to the person who gave it. And then like, two other people are like we would really like we want to leave like we really want to leave and like really quietly saying it and then it becomes clear that like a ton of people want to leave not everyone there's at least like 1100 people like in this area including kids um and but so they don't all want to leave but like a bunch of them do so like You know, the reporter's like, are you sure you want to leave? They're like, yes, we do. And Jim Jones is like, no, don't. And they're like, no, we want to. And he's like, oh, no. He's like, okay, you can, but this is your home. Like, very Nancy Grace. Um, And they're like, no, we're going to go and, like, you know, we're going to take our kids with us. And he's like, no, but fine. So as they're leaving, um, this truck pulls up on the tarmac and starts shooting everyone,
0: oh fuck
1: shoots everyone kills the congressman kills all these reporters kills every single person that was trying to leave jonestown and then meanwhile back at the camp jim jones like rolls out this kool-aid like puts poison in it and starts preaching and the whole thing's recorded there's a whole 45 minute recording of the suicide taking place and he's literally like we will like we will not die or like or like we will not um live without dignity instead we will die with dignity and like basically makes all the kids take it all the adults take it and like 900 people literally died in one day including like 380 kids
0: that's fucked up
1: i'm obsessed
0: jesus christ i
1: watched two documentaries in a row i couldn't get enough
0: so the uh takeaway for me is don't drink gatorade or uh what is it kool-aid don't drink kool-aid if it's just offered to you Definitely not Make make it yourself
1: Oh that's another thing This dude would do do. He would always have People drink Kool-Aid And then every once in a while Would joke and be like I poisoned it And everyone's like Nah And he's like Just kidding (laughs) (laughs) Which is like Which was such a side element I was like what (laughs) That was like a fun game He would play And then finally He was like alright This Kool-Aid really has poison in it Let's do this And everyone's like Yes sir it's so intense, so intense. But what are your thoughts? Like, I'm kind of into the idea of joining a cult. Like, not this one, because it ended really badly, but I'm kind of, like, not
0: not for mm. it. You know what I mean? What's a, yeah, right. Well, what's a, uh, like, a beginner's cult you could join?
1: Mm. Yeah, what's, like, a fun one? What's, like, a chill
0: one? I don't know. We'd have to come up with one, I think. Maybe we could start a cult.
1: Oh, my God, wait. I actually would be so down to start a cult.
0: What should the main tenet be?
1: The main tenet should be that, like,
0: I don't know, like... Something about Chobani.
1: Yeah, it should definitely be that, like, you know, the government is using Chobani as a way to, like, make people just, like, slaves. And, like, we are going to dump Chobani into the river, and then we're going to move into, like, a very, very, very rural rural part of the country, like, I don't know, like, Texas. Um, And we're going to, like, live there... And I'm going to give, I'm going to preach gospel. I'm going to preach, as I told you, Halle Berry's Oscar speech every single morning while everyone wakes up. So around 6 a.m. I'm going to have the loudspeakers blasting um with my voice going this is for jada pinkett dorothy dandridge and every woman of color has a chance now because this door today has been opened 64 years right here just wait the entire thing that's another thing jim jones would do he would be talk. he would have recordings of him talking the entire night playing over the loudspeaker so people were going to sleep with his voice so intense everyone needs to watch these documentaries they're so good there's a PBS it's one called. On the La- yeah, there's a PBS one on YouTube called "The Life and Death of Jonestown," and then there's one called "Paradise Lost: Jonestown," which is about just the last couple days. Oh
0: jeez. And which I also better? I
1: also watched B-roll like one hour of NBC B-roll footage from when they visited. It's so <laughs> gnarly. What was I doing? Drinking coffee, watching this silent ass footage.
0: Which one was better?
1: Um. I mean, it depends. I think that the life and I think that the PBS one is better. It's more informative and gives you more context mm. for like who he was and like what what sort of like led to this perfect storm mm. of people turning to the People's Church. But if you're just looking for like the chaos of the last few days, especially like the last day, um, that Paradise Lost one is better. But that one is a little bit more just sort of like that's more of the stuff that you know, and it's just sort of like witnessing it. I think the other stuff I think the other one's more interesting.
0: Right, right. Well, I'll be talking more about PBS. In a little bit. Yeah, we'll get but, to it. We'll get to it. But, Rod, guess what? What? It's time for hate crime of the week.
1: Ooh. Let's get into it. I'll start because Let's mine is a it. bit more um arguable, but
0: okay. my hate okay. crime of
1: the week is that I like definitely contracted Zika while I was in
0: Oregon. So, so, so you, are you saying you have Zika? Mm hmm. Yes. And and now is your, like, head shrinking or?
1: Um, uh, no, I'm, like, chill, but I have, like, you, a really cold? annoying, I have an annoying cough. Yeah. That just feels Zika ish to me. <laughs> every time I cough, I'm like, pause? Yeah. I just, I just kind of, I, like, take a, I, like, breathe, and then every once in a while, I'll be like, <clears throat> and i'm like ugh, like let's a mosquito bite him once zika so yeah, i definitely have the right. zeke
0: so that's painful dude it's definitely gonna be a, a thing that it's definitely gonna be one of those things this summer that people are gonna be fox news is gonna be freaking out about you think so so yeah the fact if, if you're uh american patient zero we should probably alert uh the authorities
1: i'm I know I don't really do well with a lot of attention so I'm gonna keep it pretty mum but like mm. you know we'll see mm. what happens with like other people in Zika I mean you know I just kind of want to like protect my privacy like for me I just want to live a normal life and like I don't want to be a celebrity I don't want to be like you know going to clubs and having a million people be like oh my god there you it's like I just want to like be able to be anonymous do you know what I mean
0: right right that's right. important to you. You don't me. want all the attention. And yeah, all
1: the like I don't. Focus. I don't want to like open my Instagram and be like three hundred new followers. Like, how many of them are actually like my friends? Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, like great. I have like a thousand likes on a picture, but like, is it only because I'm like famous now? Like, do you actually care
0: mm-hmm. about how I feel?
1: <laughs> Especially because I have Zika. Well,
0: <laughs> okay, so we won't tell the authorities that your patient zero. Yeah. Uh, but you do have Zika. Yeah. What, what's your What's your plan? Are you just going to quarantine yourself? Like, are you just going to float out in the middle of? They're going to put you on some Hawaiian Zika colony. Um, like I would delivers? literally love
1: if I had like a little like government sponsored like vacation. But honestly, I'm getting on an airplane tomorrow, so that we might have patient zero to like, you know, twenty nine D going on. If you feel me, uh, um, I plan on yeah. coughing a lot on that plane because better out than in. So.
0: Um, yeah, they and guess what, dude? If you breathe into the little air vents on the plane, everyone else is breathing your stinky little mm-hmm. uh, carbon dioxide filled exhale stinky air. Stinky little, that one felt. I felt like an unnecessary attack, to be honest. Um, hey, listen, okay? You're the one who's spreading your fucking Zika virus by coughing all over the place in that airplane. Hell yeah.
1: You bet your sweet ass. Patient zero. The first thing I'm gonna do when I get on the plane is ask the person in the window, like, can I have the window seat? And if they say no, I'm gonna go, that's fine.
0: Breathe deep.
1: (laughs) We got six hours of this.
0: And you're looking at. Wait, wait. True Zeke. (laughs) Can I ask you a favor? Mm hmm. Can you just cough all over the TSA agents, please? Oh, definitely.
1: When they're like, can you spread your arms? I'm gonna be like, I can do more than that. Hope you like the Zeke.
0: (laughs) And they're like, thank you. (laughs) Right. Even the lady who like checks your your ID at the beginning. Oh, especially her. I don't trust her. I hate that. You know what I hate most about that? You you like go through the line and then you have to like stop and there's that little like waiting area before you get to her
1: Ugh, with the stupid like door and like the
0: stupid. Yeah, there's that stupid door. So dumb. The door wouldn't stop anybody from attacking this this TSA agent. Yeah, honestly.
1: And, like, if anything, it makes me feel anyway. like a cowboy walking into, like, a bar. Like, why is it so, like...
0: Just, like, yeah, closing thanks. in and out. I feel like some giant heifer about to be slaughtered.
1: Yeah, honest, honestly, I hate it. It's so annoying. The airport is so annoying.
0: That's
1: it's why I want everyone to, I want to give everyone Zika so they can just, like, rest easy on the plane. You know what I mean? Being like, either I'll die in route or i'm gonna die on the plane i'll never have to do this again
0: that'd be so sweet of you i know
1: i'm a humanitarian jim jones has taught me a Mm. lot about like what it really means to like care for people like yes like the end result is bad but everything leading up to it is like pretty good intentions
0: would you have joined his cult do you do you like jim jones or wait we're getting off topic we are getting off
1: topic and the answer is a hard yes um okay what is what is your
0: uh your hate crime of the week uh, so, my hate crime of the week took place yesterday. Mm. Uh, it was me, uh, Ned, of course, my roommate. Mm-hmm. My former uh, roommate. Ned's brother, Will. Oh. Former roommate, my roommate now, Will. We were hanging out. Mm-hmm. A couple of Ned's buddies were in town. We were meeting up with one of Ned's friends to go to dinner at this place. And we were, me and Will were like, well, should we go? The reservation's for six. But we're not really hungry. Maybe we can go next door and, like, get enjoy some some alcoholic beverages mm-hmm. so that's exactly what we did okay <laughs> but apparently this place this place that we went to makes you show up with as many people as are on the reservation okay so like if you show up with four people in the reservations for six they like won't see you whoa really yeah so we were like forced to go over there damn and they had this like Really delicious Malaysian meal, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to be over there, dude.
1: That's sad.
0: It was so fucking good and I ate so much and I felt like such a pig. Hell yeah. But. You were it still was, hurt. It, felt, it also felt like, yeah, it was shoved down my throat and.
1: That's painful. And Wait, what did they say? Were they like, mm, sorry, like either, either yeah, four of like, you sit or none of you sit.
0: Yeah. They were like, um, you can go to fucking hell. Whoa. With your four people.
1: That's when you speed dial me and ability. I run down with a Zeke.
0: Right. Damn. That's true.
1: That's so painful. I'm start- so sorry.
0: I have an idea for a startup, dude. What? An okay. app where Get you this. call me
1: and I show up with Zika? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking something more lines- along the lines of, like, we, we buy hundreds and hundreds of, of like, Tupperware okay okay and then you just cough you cough in the tupperware then Mm. we sell the poisoned air (laughs) to to people who want to exact revenge on someone Mm.
1: i love that and it's like we send it in like an airtight container like don't open it unless you're the person who like you intend to strike with right i'm so down and the app can be called like psm like poison with no vowels hip Like, okay. I'm so into it.
0: Yeah, me too. Well,
1: this maitre d' is definitely getting the first batch. I'm so sorry that you were shunned.
0: Even no, though you had a delicious we were meal into out of shunned eating. It. Mm, right. That's we violent. Eating, so. Yeah, I felt like such a pig after. I was really uncomfortable.
1: That is so funny, though, because I always showed up with more people at Pam's. Like, birthday brunch, I literally showed up with two extra people and made them move tables and add two chairs.
0: So violent. Yeah.
1: It that's probably why they
0: That's probably why The service that day Was so weird Yeah
1: they were like We hate all of you And I was like Okay yeah. That was like literally My impression of myself So yeah. gnarly Well that's a good so, hate crime yeah. I'm sorry about it We both experienced a lot This so, week
0: I got hate I, I Yeah they hated me so much That they fed me So God damn. Yeah
1: Sorry about that boo Good to be white it's good yeah honestly you do well in Jonestown um speaking yeah. of Jonestown um America is experiencing its own private Jonestown thanks to a rumor that I didn't hear about because I was disconnected
0: where were you disconnected from
1: the like rumor of an alleged new Kardashian sex tape that I didn't even know oh. about until I touched ground
0: shit You didn't hear about this? I
1: did not hear about it. Give me all the info. I'm
0: freaking out. So, yeah, I don't know. I saw something this morning about how Tyga, the world-famous rap superstar, music entrepreneur... I'm going to ask you um, to rein it right back in on all of that.
1: Superstar, entrepreneur, world-famous...
0: Uh, I'm sure if you were to look up his Google page, it would say something along those lines.
1: Yeah, and it would be like, edited by, click, Tyga89. it
0: <laughs> okay, let me start over. Thank you. So, uh, noted pervert Tyga. Yes,
1: thank you, yes. Noted,
0: per- <laughs> noted pedophilic pervert Tyga.
1: Yeah, noted pervilish rapper Tyga.
0: Apparently released, or like, the sex tape ended up on his website, mm-hmm. but got take, taken down after 30 minutes, apparently. Right.
1: 30 minutes. That's a That's, long
0: time. But this also just tells you how little people give a fuck about Tyga's own website. Right,
1: that it's not, that no one can find this tape. <laughs>
0: or for, for half an hour, no one in the world was looking at this website.
1: Like, so brutal. Like, no one even knew yeah. he had a website. Like, taiga.net, Like, .com was taken. Okay. Ugh. It's like,
0: what? What, is, what does Tyga have on his website? Honestly. He's like, I surprise dropped my, my new
1: album. That? Like, surprise. Why? Because no one knew you were making music.
0: com. I did this whole album about smoking hookah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Every single album Tyga drops is a surprise album drop, if you feel me.
0: <laughs> All right. What You go to tiger.com and it's not even... It's not even him. It's like some some South Asian South Asian food.
1: Oh my What's god! <laughs> it's the place you ate at literally last night. Wait, that, okay. <laughs> the thing that I don't understand is how did their breakup go from being like so, like it just happened and already we're at the point where there's like revenge leaks going on. Like, I had no idea they were even broken up, dude. Yeah, I heard they were broken up and then they weren't. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then I heard that they were, and I
0: was like, okay, we'll see. And then already this is like a drama. <laughs> yeah I think I saw that they were broken up once and I was like, uh, I don't care
1: I literally don't care they're both four. like she's literally 12 and he's like 103 in comparison um, although it does decomplicate the drama of black China's connection to this family now because
0: uh, it changes mm, the interesting, interesting Kardashian political take from rod Car- Rob uh, sorry I almost called you Ro- rod Kardashian oh
1: both rod my Kardashian. blessing and my curse. Um, yeah, yeah, so the complicated family tree is now just slightly decluttered by the fact that Tyga and, I mean, nobody really thought Tyga and Kylie were going to be together forever, so there was never going to be a, the concern was just that they (laughs) were going to still be together when that baby was born, so for a minute, literally, Kylie would have a niece slash stepchild, like, niece-nephew slash stepchild, like, I don't even know, like, what is going on.
0: So wait, 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 let me ask you another follow-up. Does this increase or decrease the chances of incest in in the Kardashian family?
1: Hmm. I mean, the chance for incest, I will say, keeps getting weirdly high. Like, Scott Disick is li- <laughs> like literally dating someone who looks just like Kendall Jenner, which is so, so, so weird. I'm like, do y'all just want to, like, hook up? Also, the fact that they're all getting surgery and kind of look the same now, like, I don't know what mm. is up with this family, but, like, clearly they just want to, like literally bone and i'm like god bless you do you but y'all are scaring me also doesn't don't like courtney kim and chloe just feel like they're from like a simpler time already <laughs> <laughs> don't they just feel so far away from like all of this like
0: this black, a country dude
1: it just seems like they're their own continent like kylie tyga black china like and Am- like all of that just seems like it's in one solar system and then like I think of like Courtney, Chloe, and Kim, and I'm like, Oh yeah, like that's a thing. Like on one side you have Kanye West, like one of like the greatest like producers and like self-described like, greatest rappers. And then just- on the other you have Tyga. <laughs>
0: Right, Kanye might as well just be, like, the, the rock of the family. Keep right. everybody together.
1: He is the rock of the family. I love him so much. He's the one who, like, literally made, like, changed Kim, like, brought Kim's um, emotional processing and, like, made it easier about Bruce's sex change. He was the one who was, like, supporting Bruce the mm. most in the family. How cute is that?
0: Mm. He's Very so cute.
1: decent. Love him.
0: So anyway, yeah, there's this apparent sex tape between these two. and I uh, want to see it so bad. I think everybody wants to see it, dude.
1: I mean, it's like I do and I don't. But the power move for Kylie is that if she wants him to get in trouble, she should just say that she could say that the video was recorded when she was 17 and it's technically statutory rape. Mm.
0: Get him arrested, fool. Whoa. Damn.
1: When is Kylie going to hire me for spin?
0: Damn, dude.
1: That's the fact. She can ruin what him. What if it's
0: like, no, but what if it, what if, what if it's like apparent that she was af- uh, she was older than eighteen in the video?
1: She wasn't older than eighteen. She's eighteen now.
0: She's eighteen now.
1: She's eighteen.
0: Yeah. Well, what if what if it's like there was a week after she turned eighteen where she had like fucking pink hair? Right. There, that's you know the thing
1: mean? the Kylie the Kylie look can make it so that it could be any time. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, then she's good. But the point is, there's a really good chance that this sex tape was from before the before she was eighteen because we know they were together. Right. We know it. Even if they deny it, we know that they mm-hmm. were. So, just the fact that that's even in the air is, like, so gross. But I want to see this so, tape
0: so bad if she's legal. Yes. Me too. I have another follow-up question for you. hmm About this incident. If that were to happen and Taiga would... Uh, Taiga got thrown in jail for um, uh, uh, statutory rape, mm-hmm. would he overtake Jared Fogel as our favorite pedophile.
1: Oh my god. Honestly, I'm going to be real. Like I don't think anyone can easily dethrone the fogs Like there is just something <laughs> so iconic and classic about like Fogel's general air. I mean, just like like a sandwich spokesperson going to jail for pedophilia is just like so much more rife for me um, with joy than yes, a rapper. I agree. But you know, he'll be in the running for sure, but it'll be a less, you know, I won't be doing tiger watch. That's for sure.
0: I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we hope to see this video soon. Uh, we really sure. hope to see this video. If
1: any of our listeners have a hot tip or like a pirate bay download link, good friends, podcast at com. <laughs> Please. Yeah.
0: I'm so down. You, uh, we, we all know your affinity for sex tapes, and uh, yeah,
1: I love it. And you know what? We even do for another Kardashian one. I mean, it's like in the lineage of the family. You know what I mean? It's part of the When's mythology. The last,
0: what's the last like sex tape that came Kim? Out? What's the li- No, but she wasn't. The, she's not the latest one, right? I don't not know like, anyone else who not, has one. Not just Kardashian. I'm talking about just like famous sex tapes. Oh,
1: like well, that's a good question. I don't know if there's any. I mean, Hulk Hogan was like more recent than Kim. Oh, yeah. So we know that <laughs> one god right the fact okay. but yeah we need a new one let's get it going let's get things moving yeah but also like yeah, for the so love people. of god people like do not mi- like Kylie Jenner like if I could sit her down I'd be like miss you are the face of the Snapchat era How- like what are you doing recording a sex like come on come on yeah. It's just so stupid. It is so stupid, so stupid. Like, don't do it. Literally, don't do it. You're 18. You're not going to be with this person forever. You don't know. Like, just stop. It's right. so dumb. It makes me so
0: mad. But I also want to see it so bad. Yeah, but what if she did it knowing that it would get released?
1: Uh, I mean, that's the other thing you open yourself up for in 2016. That no one's re- like, no one really is ever confident that it's not a publicity stunt. Especially if you're already yeah. kind of famous. No one is, like, I would not think it would be a publicity stunt. I just don't think she like, would do that or get anything out of it. But you just, like, dude, it's no good.
0: And this wouldn't, like, affect her, like, marketing ability at all. So It wouldn't. Her,
1: her brand is really funny. It's, like, very, I don't know. Kylie is such a funny one. I can't wait to see who Kylie is in, like,
0: six years, seven years. These sex tapes—if she's so young—they never like derail anybody's career, really. They just make you more famous,
1: right? They never derail. Well, they don't derail your career because most of the people that have them leaked are of like a certain strata of celebrity. You know what I mean? Like, what would happen if, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe no one's career. I mean, if like Amy Adams had her sex tape leaked, Amy
0: Adams. (laughs) Well, yeah, I don't know.
1: Whoa, sorry, I have Zika, one second. If it was like Meryl Streep, <clears throat> sex tape, that might affect it. Oh my god, I would love to watch that. L- Meryl Streep with Don Gummer, yes, give it. <laughs> I'm so down. I would distribute it, honestly.
0: Yeah. I would you, distribute it. Yeah, me too. Let's hand it out at the, uh, just in parking lot at Safeway.
1: Yeah, honestly, not asking for a lot. But yeah, we'll keep you guys um, updated on what's going on, but I'm really excited, we'll see.
0: Sex tape watch.
1: Yeah, STW, 2016.
0: All right. So uh, that's one side of the Kardashian family that we don't have to talk about for a while. God bless.
1: Let's keep it that way. Let's Um, literally keep it that way.
0: There was that weird report. Did you see this? That that there's like rumors that Caitlyn Jenner wants to like go back to being Bruce. What? Yeah, did you see that? No, where? Yeah, there's some, like, I saw this crazy headline about him, or her her wanting to go back to being Bruce. Wow, I've never, where was it? Who reported that? I don't buy it. Caitlyn, I'm just going to Google this real quick. Dude, this was a thing last week.
1: There's no, if that happened, I'd be like,
0: um, a
1: freaking K. I will say, though, that Caitlyn Jenner's sort of, like, position as a figure has been very... Um, has flatlined, I feel like, in a way. Don't mm. you think? I just feel okay, like she's wait. she's not sort of, like, the face of the movement, which I'm happy about, frankly.
0: Yeah, that should be a good thing. Uh, okay, so I'm seeing a bunch of these articles saying that former Kardashian biographer is, is, like, hearing these rumors or something.
1: Whoa, that's really crazy. I'll wait till further confirmation, because what on earth would that be based on? But, interesting.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Just, just another, another side of the the Jenner Kardashian.
1: Yeah, just another, just another twist of this
0: endless about. soap opera. All right. On to good friend of the week, of which I have a surprising Onto, one. On to good friend of the week.
1: So last week, or right before I um, left for my spiritual healing journey in Oregon, I went and saw yep. um, a musical um, adaptation of American Psycho based on the novel mm. by Brett Easton Ellis, um, and adapted mm. into a really amazing movie starring Christian Bale. Um, sure. I literally love American Psycho. It's like, I you think like, the book? yeah, I've read the book like twice. I've seen the movie the like great. seven, eight times. I've seen the movie so many times, the book twice. I mean, it's just like, I just think it's like a great story. I think it's like a sort of, Yeah, I just think it's, like, one of the great American texts, if I'm being, like, a little hyperbolic about it. But it's great. It's, like, an amazing book. So I'm very interested in seeing every adaptation of it. So when I heard that it was getting adapted to Broadway, I was, like, super into it. Um, And adapted into a musical, no less. I paid a pretty penny to see it because I was that interested. Um, And it
0: was great. So. So was it, it like... Musically and shit? Was it, like, crazy violence on stage with, like, so it was a little, musical it was, numbers
1: and stuff? It was... It's a musical. It's a full musical. Um, the music's done by Duncan Sheik, and they did um, okay. Spring Awakening, which is, like, a pretty... Okay. Um, that's, like, a musical that I think sort of, like, skated into the mainstream like a little bit. It sort of is in that, like bubble of, like, Wicked Rent, Hamilton, just one of those plays that sort of, like, went beyond just musical theater fanatics a little bit. So, yeah, the music's okay. really great. It's really synthy and, like, 80s pop-inspired. Oh, lots
0: of Phil Collins?
1: Yeah, there's actually, um, um, something in the Air Tonight is, like, interpolated as, like, a medley throughout the show. Like, often. Like, three oh. or four times there's this sort of, like, haunting choir, um, version of In the Air Tonight playing as, like, the scene transitions, like, the mood transitions. So, Phil Collins figures both, like, literally and just kind of, like, sonically, like, into the music the whole time. Like, that Genesis sound is just, like, in all of it. Um, the aesthetic is so great. It's, like, all... It's just so well. The production design is, like, amazing. It has its problems. Like, I think the the musical definitely, like, misidentifies what misidentifies what the use of violence in the book and in the film was meant to be like what the intention yeah. of it was like in the movie they and just in...
0: straight up make him like villain villainous murderer. No, the
1: opposite. They make him sort of inadvertently kind of sympathetic. Like he is, he turns to violence because he sees the world being like, so sort of desensitized that it sort of like almost makes him snap and act on his like base instinct like he's a violent person so he's like anti-heroic in that way but the thing that makes him into a, a murderous rage is seeing like the apathy and sort of like vapidness of the world around him where in the book I think like the violence is actually a metaphor for those social ills. You know what I mean? Like, it isn't him doing anything. It isn't him making like a cognitive decision either way. In fact, you don't even really know if the violence happened in like the Booker movie. Um, but in the play, you know, it's it sort of like removes that factor. Like the sort of allegory of what the violence sort of represents is has changed. So I think that's like a fatal flaw of the musical. But. It's so good. It's literally so ridiculous and so outrageous. Like, the dance numbers are great, and it's really enjoyable. And I don't really love musical theater, so get into it.
0: Yeah, musical theater is pretty tough, and I would imagine that uh, uh, just from... If you were to tell me about this musical, you know, maybe a month ago or something, I would have said, like, wow, that would be a very hard one to do in my imagination. Totally. But uh, if it's good...
1: Totally, we we'll all have
0: to check it out.
1: We yeah, I think get everyone should. Rush tickets for me, musical theater. Like, I am not like a default fan by any means, and I'm like usually sort of like ugh about it. But I'm always willing to give it a shot because I do feel like I love musicals, like in general, like film musicals. So I'm like ready to like like a musical if it's good. This is like one of the better ones I've seen for sure, and it's really so bloody and amazing.
0: You saw Hamilton? Was it better than Hamilton?
1: It was not better than Hamilton.
0: <laughs> was Hamilton great?
1: Hamilton is great.
0: Hamilton is really great. Hamilton is very, 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 Hamilton? very great.
1: <laughs> What'd you say? Should I see Hamilton? Oh, should you see it? Yeah, you definitely... You of all people should see it. As someone who really likes hip-hop music and is a history buff, yes, you should definitely see it.
0: It's v- How do I see Hamilton? Is it in movie theaters or something? Or- mm,
1: okay, so where do I even begin? Um, hard no. Um, it is only on stage. Um, how do you see it? Um, I don't know, like, do you really need both kidneys? It might help to, like, somehow, like, put ice in the bath in your apartment, remove them, um, sell one on the deep web, um, on the Silk Road or something, (laughs) and see if TKTS in Times Square does Bitcoin, because honestly, it's worth it, um, it's really, really great, and, yeah, I really cannot believe that I've seen it. It's pretty—I feel really lucky. I wish I could see it. You're fucking lucky. You're I'm dick. very lucky to have seen it. I Someone took me for my birthday, and I'm very thankful. It was great. And it's actually better than the hype, because the hype is really vague. Like, you don't really know what everyone's freaking out about. You just know that, like, the hype begets more hype. It's sort of just like a human microphone effect. So you sort of forget right. that, like— At the center of this, like, this buzz is just this, like, really good musical. So, in a way, it sort of surpasses the hype, because you just, like, it brings you back down to earth level, but it's still really good.
0: You know what I mean? Well, big ups to musicals this week from you. Yes! Good
1: friend of the week is musicals!
0: Good job, musicals. Good job, music! You finally did it.
1: You finally did it! Honestly, as the co-host of an entertainment music slash not music winning, you know, show, I really commend musicals this week.
0: Uh, well, my good friend of the week for this week its really special to me, mm-hmm. and I have an announcement to make. <gasps> it's very big. Oh my god. Please sit down if you are standing up. Okay, I'm sitting down, but I'm going to stand up really quick to sit down again. Okay, I'm sitting now. As of G- uh, May 30th, I will finally have... Regular weekend days. <gasps> Are you yeah! serious?
1: Yeah. I just put a gun in my mouth and am pulling the Tradalgar. That USA, is so USA, hot. USA, USA. Ugh, I don't okay, that was horrifying. Yeah. I don't know what that like Voldemortish whisper was, but <laughs> I'll get the dark mark for it's this. Pretty good. I'm so excited. How did you get the news? Did you literally cry?
0: Just uh, you know, I started crying. That is hot. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Damn, going you're finally good. gonna
1: get for your last leg of New York. You're gonna get real weekends.
0: Yeah. Hell yes! I'll be brunching it up hardcore. You're
1: gonna be brunch. So. You're gonna be blacking out a brunch hardcore. Your first Sunday, we need to go ham with it.
0: Yeah, I'm I can't so wait excited. For a nice, long brunch. Ugh, I can't
1: either. How did, did you ask for it, or were they finally like, Jack? We have news. You don't have to have random no, Thursdays on. Yeah,
0: I mean they. No, yeah, I'm getting. Uh, uh, yeah, I knew that for a little bit though, but I'm getting bumped up and just part of the bennies, you know. Part of the Bennies.
1: Hell, oh, you're getting bumped up. You got a promotion. Yeah. Oh shit! Wait, getting more money and a better schedule and a new title. Well, but
0: that kind of yeah, but I knew about that already.
1: <gasps> Congratulations.
0: It's one of those things where you knew it was going to happen, but it, you don't believe it until it does. Hell until it yeah! Comes true. I'm. What so, is your new title? I don't know. Okay.
1: Um. Well. Definitely took the air alert out of my bitch. balloon, but I'm very excited. We're gonna. I used to be alert scum, now up. I'm
0: alert bitch.
1: Mmm. I love that. You can finally print cards. <laughs> <laughs> God bless.
0: It's true.
1: Well, good for you. Um, That's bitch. really exciting. Um, Sorry to bring the mood down, but we gotta get to Devil Tongue. Um, oh, fuck. And the Devil Tongue is not a pretty one. Um, The Devil Tongue. Goes to something I've trusted for many years in my life, but that has proven. You stop right now. Mm. If only I could. Um, you should fucking stop. The end. I can't. I don't know where. I don't even know what to say. I'm gonna let you take it on because honestly, it's like
0: hard for me to say. Look, this is fucked up because you're going to one of these tomorrow. Maybe mm-hmm. anyway, we should stop fucking trusting airplanes.
1: You can't trust them anymore.
0: Nope, they're it's not gone. Safe to fly anymore?
1: No, it's not. They used to be like um, they chances of you like like crashing airplanes, and kind and it's like, um, are you kidding me? An airplane crashes every fifteen minutes nowadays. For instance, like yeah. one like Egypt, whatever, literally just like blew up or disappeared. It might have been a bomb. What are you serious? Looking Again, there, yeah. I was in Oregon, finding myself and breathing fresh air. So no, I didn't read right. about
0: it. But are you serious? Might have, there might have been a bomb, but they don't know yet.
1: Oh, my gargoyle! That is so to, crazy. Data seems to,
0: point towards a bomb.
1: That's crazy. That means it would have to be a suicide <laughs> attempt, right?
0: Or, oh, I mean, you know, I guess so. I mean, yeah, or, or not. Nah, I don't know. Oh, my God. No well, do, idea. What, what do we know?
1: Do we know anything yet?
0: Well, they know uh, uh, that... Uh, Egypt Air Flight MS 804, mm-hmm. okay, crashed with fifty six passengers with mm-hmm. ten crew. Uh, all the all the uh, crash victims are probably dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was smoke detected inside the aircraft cabin. Jesus. Experts say the flight data seems to point towards a bomb. Body parts and suitcases from the missing flight found. Okay. Okay. That's everything we know so far, bro.
1: Damn. That is so gnarly. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Jesus. It's sad. It's so sad. My God.
0: But it's true. There's like the, there's this one. There's the. Malaysia. um, The Malaysian air flight. There's that plane that got shot over russia a couple russian ukraine a couple years ago right
1: there's the one tomorrow that's going to be filled with people who contracted zika i mean like it just kind of feels right. like you can't even get on an airplane now without like any sort of comfort now you can't even be sure you're gonna land in one piece
0: Yeah, fucked up dude
1: what's next a plane through the towers
0: <laughs> no. oh, i'm here all week thank you why um, can't people just get along dude just chill
1: I know. If there's anything I learned from Jim Jones, it's that, okay, everything is, like, really chill until it's not. So, like, can we just keep on chilling? <laughs> like, I is went to Oregon. learned
0: from Jim Jones? Yeah,
1: that's what I learned from Jim Jones and my week in Oregon. I was in Oregon breathing. I was like, okay, this is really chill. And then I watched this Jim Jones documentary <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, this was chill. It stopped being chill, but for, like, a long time it was really chill. Like, why sure. don't we just, like,
0: keep on being chill? Well, in the case that this was not a bomb and it just was, like, malfunctioning hardware or something, Mm -hmm. mistakes happen. You know what? Like, even when you're chilling really hard, you can contract Zika virus, which is exactly what happened to you.
1: Right. It's exactly what happened to me and what will happen to everyone on JetBlue's flight from SFO to JFK tomorrow. But the point is (laughs) that I just want to feel safe on a plane. And I just don't know how. It's rough out there.
0: My flight back from spring training with my boys a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. was like the worst flight of my life oh
1: why the flight was bad or was it because you pretty much
0: had zika yourself i definitely had zika at that point in my life and the flight was super crazy bumpy Ugh, there's nothing worse the whole way
1: i want to actually kill myself it was awful like why do we endure and also why is it so expensive no idea Well, to everyone, anyone who's listening who has a flight coming up, stay strong, endure, live, do your best. Start hitchhiking. Start hitchhiking. Can we go back to that? Talk about being chill.
0: Dude, sharing economy. The sharing economy is here.
1: It's here. Why can't we just do that with private chartered planes? Like, is seriously no one flying to New York just, like, on, like, a little, like, fly trip? Like, let me hop on.
0: I got this idea, okay? New app. It's called... Hitchhike Lite. Mm. It's called. Wait, no, that sucks. It's called. Um, hu, it's called Bindle. It's mm. a hitchhiking app. Ooh. Okay. And okay. It's like it's like ride sharing, but lifetime ride sharing.
1: Okay. Ooh, think? I'm loving. I like that a lot.
0: Lifetime ride sharing, dude.
1: That's so great. Okay, so who do we get to give us a nest egg?
0: Zuckerberg. Yeah, Zux. I know he listens. He's he, a he's a long-time listener. He's a
1: long-time listener. He's a good friend of the Good Friend Podcast. We're in debt. God, I need $54 Zex. million for my dreams. Right. <laughs> it's messed up. Right. These are great app ideas, well, and it's responding to a real change in the climate.
0: Yeah, I think so. It's a scary world out there. So. So. I think that's pretty much it, right? We did it.
1: We did it. You know, we'll see if I make it on Monday. But more importantly, I'm a changed person after Oregon. You brought me and filled me in on what I missed while I was finding myself on the mountain. We'll see if I land in New York. But regardless of what happens in the future, in the present, we did it.
0: I hope you make it till tomorrow.
1: Me too. Zika
0: is pretty deadly.
1: I've heard the same. I've
0: literally heard the same. Fingers crossed. So if you survive the plane, the plane ride. I hope you survive your Zika infection, too.
1: Thanks, Boo. That means a lot to me, as someone who has Zika yeah. and is scared of planes. Right. God bless. Rod bless.
0: Okay. Rod bless.
1: Well, thank and, you guys uh, for listening. Sorry for that. our absence last week. We hope that we provide a context for where we were, both spiritually, mentally, and politically.
0: This has been a production of Jack and Rod. Speaky, talky, sometimes music. Um, block of audio mm-hmm. data pl- being played through your headphones and it's episode 52 of that show, oh, that's that's so the show. Title of that show the show is we've changed give a little time for the child within you don't be afraid to be young and free undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you la 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 la, la, la. Time for the child within you Don't be afraid to be young and free Onto the locks and throw away the keys And take off your shoes and socks and run Run through the bed and scare up the m-